You are listening to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, episode number 24. Welcome to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, where you will learn brand new and shockingly different tools to lose weight for the last time. And now, here's your host, certified life and weight loss coach, Laura Conley. Hey, you guys, I'm going to give you a little intro before we get into the episode today. Last week, we had Aaron Howard on the podcast, and you guys were obsessed with that podcast. So I had another client on, Lauren, who had amazing success. She's getting married in two weeks. She is in her dream come true body, and I just could not wait any longer to put this episode out. So I am dropping it earlier than I had planned to just because I think you guys really want to hear from my clients and what they went through and how they are just loving, yes, not only their bodies, but their relationships with themselves. It's so awesome. So without further ado, I bring you Lauren. Actually, that is a lie. There is an ado that I need to do, which is (laughs) I have to tell you guys about my free masterclass. If you're not already signed up, you need to go sign up now. This podcast is coming out on Tuesday, April 27th, and my masterclass is Wednesday, April 28th on how to eat to lose weight for the last time without deprivation, without excessive if any, really, meal prep. You guys, I do not meal prep at all. And without exercise, if you already exercise, fine. But I don't want you to think that losing weight means you have to change your whole life. It actually can fit right in. So I'm going to teach you every single thing that I need to know. What I find is so cool is that most people who come to these masterclasses are like (laughs) literally in the chat box being like, Oh my God, how are you in my head? I do not understand how you understand me so well. The reason is because I've been through it 100%. I've walked the walk and my clients are going through it. They're coming out of it right now, obviously, but I really understand where you are and where you want to go. So come to this masterclass so you can learn how to eat to lose weight for the last time for the last time. People don't want to believe me, right? When I say for the last time, but it is, it's for the last time. I really want you to just love this podcast episode. And I want you to go now to lauraconley.com forward slash weight dash loss dash masterclass to sign up for that masterclass. It is Wednesday, April 28th at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. And you guys, you know what I love to do. I love to have a raffle at the end. So stay to the end so that you can be entered to win the $100 raffle. It's going to be a gift card and you'll want to stay to the end to ask me literally anything. So if you have any questions, you can. And I will also be telling you guys about what it's like to work with me in a longer term format at the end. (laughs) You don't have to stay for that part if you don't want to, if you really just want to come from the masterclass, it's totally cool. But if you're like really curious, you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you're ready to take all of this to the next level, then you're going to want to stay to the end to hear what it's like to work with me inside the Yummy Mummy experience and how to go about applying for that program. So that is the gist. I'm really excited to see you guys inside the masterclass tomorrow. And I'm really excited for you to hear my chat with Lauren. It was just so good. I could not sit on the gold that is our conversation. 
I am so excited to have another previous client on. Today I have with me Lauren and she is coming to us from Austin, Texas. And she is a bride to be. She's about to get married. So exciting. So Lauren, just tell us a little bit about how we know each other, who you are. Give us a little intro. Sure. What's up, guys? I'm Lauren, like Laura mentioned. I previously was based in Los Angeles, which is actually how we met. She was our yoga instructor at my work. So we had a chance to work closely together in that sense, but then also get to know each other personally through that experience as well. Yeah, that was so fun. I used to teach them yoga and meditation every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. It was like my favorite class of the week. We had such a good little posse. Tell me like why you approached me back in, I think it was December of this year. And just tell me what made you reach out to me in terms of this space. Because obviously we knew each other through the yoga and meditation space. And Mm -hmm. we got connected obviously through weight loss coaching and yummy mummy stuff. So just tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. I think everything you were posting online was really resonating with me as far as being the person that's tried everything in the past, as far as different diet methods or different eating habits and that sort of thing. And clearly that wasn't working long-term. What is it that was so different about this was piquing my curiosity, which Mm. is kind of why I reached out. And also, like you mentioned, it's imminent that the wedding is coming and that date is not (laughs) changing. So is there something I should be, you know, thinking about or doing leading up to that? Yeah, it's the perfect time. So tell me the craziest thing you've ever tried to lose weight. Oh man, probably... My one of my best friends and I in high school used to take every diet pill that came out and (laughs) it would make us freaking crazy. Like I would be like losing my mind in class because like my head was spinning. Oh my God. I remember that too. I would save up all my like spending money that was supposed to be for like, I don't know, lip gloss or whatever and spend it yeah. on like Xenadrin. And then I would yeah. be like shaking. Yeah. Like I wanted yeah. to crawl out of I'm my like, Oh yeah, I'm totally normal. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. Do you remember that ally pill? A-L-L-I? Oh my God. Yes. I don't know if I ever tried that. I think you had to, did you have to, oh, you had to get it prescribed by your doctor, but then you didn't after a while, I think. Yeah. No, it was like in those locked cabinets, like at Target or Walgreens <laughs> or whatever. So you had to get someone to open the the case up or whatever. Wait, so did those ones make you crazy too? Like jittery? Yeah. Uh Okay. For sure. No. Uh Amazing. Okay. So do you remember, because obviously you guys know I'm posting on Instagram and Facebook all the time. What stood out to you? What made it seem like this could be different than everything else that was out there? Do you know? I didn't, I don't think I knew at the time, maybe until we talked a little bit more, but I'm I think I just, my curiosity was peaked, like I was mentioning. So I don't think I knew going into it necessarily what it was. I know that you had posted about journaling and that sort of thing, but that still to me didn't necessarily click of what the full difference would be. Totally. So once you got into it, what was the full difference? Like why was your experience doing the yummy mummy method different than... taking ally pills from Target. (laughs) Yeah. It was probably significantly different than that. I would say just overarching, like it was the mental side of things because Mm -hmm. I don't think people take the time to figure that out. So anyone can do cutting out sugar, cutting out flour, whatever it might be. But until you do like the mental work, your mindset's probably not going to change long-term. Yeah. So I think that's the biggest difference coming out of it. 
Totally. So what were some of the mindset shifts that you experienced that support the permanence of your weight loss? I think one of the biggest ones for me was the allow power, because Mm. if you go into a situation where there's let's just say a dessert, of course you want to eat that. Like why? Yes. Every time I'm going to want to eat that. But in the past it would have been, I might've eaten it honestly. Yeah. (laughs) Or I might've fought it so hard that it was upsetting or whatever it might've been versus now I look at it and say, of course you want to have that, but you also know what your goals are and that's not going to help you get to that goal. So not fighting it as much and just having a different perspective. Yeah. Yeah. And if you guys are not familiar with allow power, go back and listen to the podcast on that. But just as a little taste, no pun intended, (laughs) we think right when there's a dessert that we either eat it or we use willpower and we fight against it and we resist against it. And of course that Mm -hmm. never works because we end up creating more desire by resisting it. And then we can't handle all of that desire. We inevitably eat it, Mm -hmm. but then there's all the emotions that come along with eating something we said we weren't going to eat. So I teach all of my clients, obviously like Lauren to implement allow power where you talk to yourself fairly lovingly when the dessert is there and you're like, yeah, I do want it. What do you, what would you say to yourself inside your head? Like when you were using allow power, tell us what it sounds like inside your head when you're using allow power versus willpower. It's literally that looks delicious. Like I definitely want that. Of course I want that. It looks amazing but it doesn't serve me as far as my goals. And today's not my day for my joy eat. So maybe I can, if I really want that, I I can come back and have it again on Saturday or whatever day it Mm. is. I think that's so huge. So important. Giving yourself that space of, oh no, I can totally have it. And bringing the choice back because typically when we use willpower, we're like, no, you can't have it. And at least for me, when I was struggling, my willpower, you can't have it. There's something wrong with you that you want it so Mm. bad. So I love what you were saying when you were talking to yourself. No, of course you want it. There's nothing wrong with you. Of course you want it. It's dessert. It's delicious. Like you're acknowledging that you're totally right and you're totally correct to want it. And you can totally have it just not right now. And you can have it in a way that serves you in terms of experiencing the pleasures of life like dessert, but not all the time Mm -hmm. so that it inhibits you from getting what you want and feeling how you want to feel. Mm -hmm. So cool. Any other mindset shifts that you took away that you felt were important? Yeah. I think a big one for me was around working out and understanding that number one, working out really doesn't affect weight gain or loss as people may think it can or should. And secondly, it's really all about the food and then the mental side, because I don't have to, as like before I'd be counting, making sure I was walking 10,000 steps a day, getting a workout in. And that time back has been like extremely valuable because it just allows you to, to have more freedom in that sense. That is that's like the greatest gift because we're all meant to be doing other things besides counting. Yes. Like whatever it is or calories. Yeah. When other stuff comes up in life, obviously the the past two weeks for me have been tough as far as uh, 
schedules go. And so not having to have the, the mental thought of, Hey, I've, how I can't work out physically right now. That's not detrimental because I'm still focusing on the food side of things. Yeah. I love that. I know there's so much freedom in unhinging working out as something that needs to be there so that you create a calorie deficit or so that you earn your dessert or so that you can work off your extra big Easter meal or whatever it is. Yeah. It's so cool. So tell me a little bit about what it was like to take the leap, take the plunge. So many of us have tried so many different things when it comes to weight loss. Did you have to take a leap of faith in trusting yourself and me in this program? Tell us a little bit about that. Yes. I think the first step was really the hardest was to schedule time with you mm. because you have to be extremely vulnerable and yeah. just take the step Yeah, um, to even, you're not committing yourself to anything when you talk to, to you, obviously, yeah. but to even take that first step, it feels daunting or it did. Yeah. It can be scary and yeah. a little bit like you really have to muster up that courage. For sure. Yeah, like, for sure. And so at one point I was like, I just push the button, just push the button, just schedule it. And you're not committing to anything and you can see how it goes. So did I like totally bite your head off when we got on the call? You know what I find when I'm about to do something big or scary or go after a kind of arduous goal, it's like that first push of the button for me, I don't know about you, is the hardest part. It's yeah, like 100%. that decision. Okay. I'm just going to, I'm just going to take this step. It's that's the worst part. And then every step thereafter gets a little bit easier. Not like, I'm not going to say everything's easy. Yeah, but... I think too, I want to have a mindset of, I don't want to be comfortable. Like I want to be uncomfortable mm. to make progress in all parts of my life. And this is a big part of that. So I think that's why I ultimately did it as well as yes, this may be uncomfortable at first, but let me see like where it goes and yeah, it worked out. So <laughs> that's so good. I love hearing that because I feel like so many of us get that intellectually. We get it right. The dreams are outside of your comfort zone or yeah. discomfort is the currency to your dreams or something. Cheesy. Heard, yeah. yeah we've, we've heard it so many different ways. And then what I notice with myself and with my clients is that when I get into the discomfort, I'm like, oh, something's gone wrong here. And then I have to remind myself to move the intellectual knowing of like discomfort is the currency to my dreams into my bones of like, oh yeah, I'm uncomfortable right now because I'm supposed to be because I signed up for this and yes. it's not forever. And this is actually getting where I want to go. Yes. But my brain always wants to be like, turn around, go back into the cave. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I love it. Okay. So what would you have told somebody or what would you tell somebody who is thinking about signing up? Like they're like on the cusp, they've tried everything. They're definitely struggling, but they're scared, right? Like they felt like you felt like they're in a little bit of that, like raw vulnerable feeling. I think I would tell them we are probably the same. I am just like every other potential client that Laura mm. has. I'm not different than any of you. 
So I'm here <laughs> average nine to five, Monday through Friday. <laughs> You're not average. Okay. I, well, and, you know what I mean? No, I, I know if you can do it, everyone could do it. That's what I'm saying. It's, yeah. Don't be afraid to at least just take the first step and see how it goes because you don't know what the result could potentially be. So I guess that would be my advice is I'm not that different than everyone else. <laughs> well, it's so but, true, especially yeah. when it comes to like our struggles, like what we're struggling yeah. with. Is not like the, our struggles are not that unique. Yeah. You're unique, right? When it comes to the creativity that you have within and your sense of humor and all of that is totally unique. But when it comes to like our bullshit, I feel like we're yeah. not that unique. We're right. not like sure. special unicorns. So you've tried the diets. I've tried the diets. We've tried the pills. You've tried the pills. I've tried yeah. the pills. We've all done the same thing. Totally. So when you were going and probably I want to hear a little bit more. So like recently for you in trying all these diets and trying all these different methodologies and calorie deficits and walking 10,000 steps or, or whatever it is, why was is that painful for you? Like, why was that a struggle for you? I think it just felt like a lot of work. It, I wasn't getting the results that I wanted or needed. Mm. And so I think it was tough to feel like I'm putting in all this effort and not seeing anything out of it. Right. I wouldn't say not seeing anything out of it. Like I definitely gained strength from working out and that sort of thing, but not getting to the ultimate goal. Yeah. Yeah. That is like, banging your head against the wall. Not right. you, but all of yeah. us. It's like the definition of insanity. It's like keep doing these same right. kinds of things and expecting a different result. It really is so defeating. Yes, exactly. Tell me about your results. Tell me how much weight you lost. Tell me how you feel in your body. Tell me everything. Yeah. I would say total since January, I'm down like 23 pounds. And as so part of awesome. the program, that was probably about around 20. So awesome. Okay. So let's see, we started January 11th and now it's April 18th ish yeah. when we're recording yeah. this. So you lost 20 pounds in yeah. just over three months. That's pretty freaking awesome. Yep. Yeah, I'm pretty I proud. I love it. <laughs> I would be, I would be proud if I were you too. You did it. I love it. Yes. Tell me about your confidence moving forward and keeping it off because it's great if we can lose 20 pounds in 12 weeks or 20 pounds in 13 weeks. But what I'm sure most people really care about is what I'm constantly talking about is like, this is the last time, like yeah. we're, we are doing this in a permanent, sustainable way. So just tell me about your thoughts moving forward and being able to maintain it. Just tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. I think my thoughts now that the program's over, I know what I need to do and I just need to mm -hmm. keep doing it and keep practicing it because I've only been doing this for three months. So yeah. yes, it will take time to get to a place where it just comes super naturally. But at the same time, like I know what I need to do. So yeah, it's, there's no secret, right? I love yeah. that you use the word practice because that's the same word I use for myself. Yeah. Like 99% of the time, all of this work for me is integrated and autopiloted. But every once in a while, I have to get really conscious. I have to allow an urge. I have to go back to the drawing board and some of the basics, but that's like any practice. I think that's where our culture screws us actually. Like yeah, they tell us like, Hey, you do this diet for two months or six weeks or whatever, and then you're good to go forever. But no one teaches us. No, 
<laughs> yeah, I think this. I'm also just more conscious about like my decision making. So mm. last week's like a perfect example. I ended up celebrating something with food and drink, which I know I'm not supposed to, but in the moment, no, uh, you can't. Oh, she's but, like, <laughs> but it just, it felt right. And it made sense given the situation and circumstances. So then I adjusted the rest of my week according to that, mm-hmm. but I made that a conscious decision to do that as opposed to before. I don't think that would have been a thought process at all. Oh, I love that. Okay. So what was the thing that you ate and drank that was in celebration, which by the way, you guys, you could totally <laughs> celebrate by using food and drink as long as it's not every single day. If you want to yeah. lose weight for the last time, if you don't yeah. want to lose weight for the last time, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> Although you'll probably feel like ass. <laughs> yes. Um, it was so, wine yeah. and a dessert. Okay. So you had some wine, you had some dessert, you like consciously planned to have it. Yes. And then you just managed your week based on the wine and the dessert. Exactly. Okay. And then how did you feel emotionally about that decision? Like before, during, after? I want to hear about that. Yeah, because I had consciously made the decision. I felt great about it because Mm -hmm. it was going to be with my partner and we were celebrating something and it just, it made sense. So I felt good about it. Yeah. It sounds like you felt like very confident in in what you were doing, like you're saying with the decision-making. And then tell me a little bit about the enjoyment of the wine and the dessert because it was very conscious. Yeah. You just feel better about it and it tastes better Yeah, because you've made that decision. Yeah. It's not loaded with, should I be, shouldn't I be, am I going to work this off later? Am I going to be able to get to my goal for my wedding, whatever. It's very calculated, but in a way that creates freedom, it sounds like. For sure. Exactly. Yeah, totally. Okay. What else do you want to tell us? Any best pieces of advice that you want to give the listeners if they're on this journey of gaining and losing and gaining and losing? I think something that's coming up for me to share is that sometimes we maybe just need to take a step back and look around us, like how we were raised as it relates Mm. to food and that sort of thing. Because I think for me going through the program, I, I see now even more clearly like why I was and did the things I did. And so I think that's something that's super important. It's Uh, like going back and questioning. Yeah. And I'll just give an example. Like my, all of that came from my mom and still to this day, my mom is the same way. So I see it in front of my face that she, yes, she's on every diet that exists, but she also eats what's most convenient for her versus Mm -hmm. taking the time to feed her body what it actually needs. You've inherited that pattern. Yeah. And I didn't know any better really. Of course not. So I guess that's the thing I would say is just like taking a step back and figuring out like why you've been doing that. Maybe mm, that. there could be influences that I think I realized it before, but not like to the extent, if that makes sense. Definitely. And not to the extent to where you could then make a change. I feel like right. awareness is huge, right? It's like the biggest, most important part, but then- right. What do we do with that awareness once we right. have it? How do we make a shift that's sustainable? Exactly. And you see them do the same thing. So like, why wouldn't you do that? Because that's just like what... Yeah. And as yeah. humans, we look to our moms, right? Like we look right. to our moms, no matter what. Right. Even if we know consciously that right. maybe that's not 
the best for us. We definitely, I definitely, I really think it's a human thing, a biological thing that we look to our parents to learn. For sure. Lauren, this was so fun to connect and to talk to you. And I'm, I know everybody's definitely resonating with what you're saying because we all have been there. Early congratulations. I don't know what you're supposed to say. Best wishes. Early congratulations. <laughs> sure. For yeah. the most amazing wedding ever. Thank so you. exciting. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm so appreciative. Thanks for having me. Okay. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Hey, if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you rated, reviewed, and subscribed in Apple Podcasts. And if you've enjoyed listening, you have to come check out the Yummy Mummy Experience. It is my proven course and group coaching program where we take all this material to the next level and yep, you guessed it, lose weight for the last time. So if this is something that you want, head to lauraconley.com and click work with me. The best part, it comes with a body back or money back guarantee. And of course, you guys, if you haven't gotten your free podcast listener gift, head to lauraconley.com forward slash gift. There are three weight loss hacks inside this gift that I am so excited to share with you. These are the three things that I do every day and my clients do every day to lose and maintain their weight. So head to lauraconley.com forward slash gift. If you guys don't know how to spell Laura Conley, it's just L-A-U-R-A-C-O-N-L-E-Y. I will see you there.